Now, you're not new to the business of church planting, but as you did this uh, recent plant, um, maybe firstly, what would be one of the things, one, one or two of the things that surprised you most by, by this plant specifically? Um, I guess one thing that shouldn't surprise you, but for me it did, because I guess I've been leading church for a long time, but something that took me by surprise, um, it shouldn't have, was that you are actually starting all over again. And so the formation of culture <clears throat> and DNA, you're starting from scratch, because often the mistake I think one can make is presume that uh, the, you know, the guys that you're with in the beginning, uh, there's, a, there's a similarity in, in DNA and in values and in culture and so on. And sometimes I just find myself wondering, well, why aren't people getting this? Or why, why are we having to talk about this again? And so that was one of the surprises, I guess. It shouldn't have been a surprise, but it was. And so not to give too much away on the session that's coming. So Sibs and, and Bruce are doing a, a breakout session on lessons learned in church planting. If you can sort of give us a snapshot of some of those things that you would have learned over the last two years in that. Yeah, I think uh, maybe just one of those things has been um, what I've found was that the, the, the highs in church planting are, are very high, um, but they are matched by the lows and, uh, and so one can easily go sort of up euphoric one minute and look what God's done and we've, you know, had our first convert and we're taking ground and this is great. Next minute, you know, you're down in the dumps. Maybe someone you thought was with you, uh, you know, just decides, you know, if uh, God's called them on, you know, after two weeks or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you just kind of, next thing, you're just down in the dumps. And I think uh, somehow through all of that, um, one needs to maintain a certain degree of uh, spiritual and certainly emotional stability because you need to lead yourself, you need to lead your family through that, and you need to lead your church. And so what I found um, essential is learning to wrestle with God. I find God's the only one with the sort of emotional capacity to handle all of this all of the time. And uh, so learning to wrestle through those emotions with God, but then also... Um, having someone else <clears throat> who's outside of your context, uh, an older, wise head, you know, who can look in um, on your situation, someone you can debrief with, and uh, that happened for me sort of later on, but I found that uh, an indispensable part of just maintaining my own personal um, stability through all of the highs and lows of church planting. Um, and, and maybe finally, um, not sure whether you're high or low at the moment, but maybe give us uh, one or two things that we can pray for for City Hill and maybe for you personally at this stage. Yeah, I think for the church, uh, a lot of what we've been speaking about um, during this conference, I think when you, uh, it's, it's, it's in a way, it's, it's easy to gather people who are like you, but um, you don't need the gospel to do that. You just need to be who you are. Um, you need the gospel to gather people who are different. And, um, and so that's really what our prayer has been. The temptation is to gather people like you because it's quicker. Um, when you have a cross-cultural context, there's no one in the church who is 100% comfortable in the church. And so it makes it a lot more uh, difficult and the progress is slower. Um, but I guess uh, prayer-wise would be that, yeah, we just continue to see more and more people who are diverse and different 
because I think that's what uh, South Africa needs, and I think that's what the continent needs. I'm going to do just that and pray for city or pray for Sibs. Um, Father, that is indeed what our city and our continent and the world needs is a is a is a society is a, is a new as a new humanity that is so different to anything the world can offer. And so, Lord, I pray for Sibs and City Hill that they would not go the easy route, that they would go the gospel route, that they would go and stick to their guns of trying to, to prayerfully seek you and ask you to establish that community that is so different to anything the world has got to offer. Uh, Lord, we think of the words of Ephesians 3 and where your gospel and your glory is displayed in the church that is so radically different, uh, where what you create um, stands in, in stark uh, contrast to anything the world can offer. Um, and so I pray that City Hill specifically would be that place where people look in and their eyes are lifted up to you and that you are glorified in that place. I pray for Sibs, Lord, and the highs and the lows of planting, that he would run with all of that to you. I pray for uh, older, wiser, godly men around him and around them to keep their eyes on this uh, road to which you have called them. And I pray for those around him and his, and his team as well, that they would not lose heart but persist to this place where you've called them. And so in all of these things, we need you. We need your spirit to work there and in all of our churches. And we pray these things in your name. Amen.